Bang! Da na 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 da na 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 na. That was a Mario theme song. Was it? Because yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going. Fun fact: Nintendo of America, the company. Yeah. Its uh, boss right now is a dude named Bowser. His last name is Bowser. For real? <laughs> he posted a. A uh, picture of him holding up a sign in his office says, thank you for the warm welcome. And in the background, you see a stuffed Mario and Luigi tied up on his bookshelf. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, it makes you wonder. <laughs> right? Did he just get hired because of that? Well, what's he going to do to Nintendo? Oh. <laughs> uh. Fantastic. You laugh. I'm not kidding. He's a secret operative from the real Bowser. I'm scared. <laughs> For Nintendo's sake. Why would you do this? Right? That would be like electing a pope whose last name is Antichrist. Huh. I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. to think about that. Hey, coming up on today's show, are you oversaved? <gasps> huh? Oversaved? Y'all need Can to you clean out your ears for this oversaved? one. Plus, mm. the latest news, random facts, and a battle. But first, it is February 28th, the last day of February. And that means we got a few holidays to celebrate. We do. What we do have... We Number one, Floral Design Day. Boring. It is kind of boring. I'll agree with that. Um, I guess maybe because we're entering into spring. That's got to be, yeah. Bring in your florals. Yeah, okay. It's also National Chili Day. There we go. I can get behind chili, but you don't even eat chili. I eat Wiener Schnitzel chili, and I love it. Oh. That's That's one of my favorite things. Okay, but see, here's the thing. Are we talking about hot dog chili or are we talking about chili soup? It's It's not the same thing. It's it's essentially the same family of things. So I think hot dog chili is just chili soup that's a couple days old. (laughs) It's lost all of the broth and all of the the liquid out of it. It's more of a gravy consistency than a soup consistency. It is. Somebody had extra chili left over and thought, well, I don't want to just throw it away. What do I do? Let me put it on Uh, something. Yeah. I I do not like chili like stew, uh, but I make a good one. We had this conversation, didn't we? So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then lastly, it's National Chocolate Souffle Day. I have never had a souffle. Neither have I. But they look amazing. It just looks like pudding to me. No, no. It's like a, it's like, well, you know, actually. <laughs> what it See? looks what it looks like to me, it looks like, like a chocolate whipped cream almost. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the like an airy pudding. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds gross. <laughs> Maybe because it sounds like you said hairy pudding. <laughs> Whatever. Hairy pudding. I didn't Mm-mm. say hassle, so you know. Nobody knows what you're talking about because that happened off mic. <laughs> and they can just go, "What? Okay, whatever." Mo and her can't random- have inside jokes. Mo and just her between you and me. Again. When Matt says hassle, it doesn't sound like he's saying hassle. It sounds like he's saying something else. I will let your mind go wandering. I cussed a swear. I I did. (laughs) I did. Uh, Quick, name off your three favorite books the Bible, the Bible, and the Bible. Well, you're oversaved, Mo. (laughs) The Bible's first one, sure. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe should be your number two, and Fellowship of the Ring better be number three. But if you have room in your fantasy heart for a fourth place, consider Michael P. Mordanga's The Boy and His Curse. This is an epic fantasy for fans of the classical style of fantasy. Ethan Miyoko is a teenage kid just trying to fit in. At the worst possible time, he gets a curse of bad luck. Now he is constantly running away from vicious dogs, house fires, and everything else trying to kill him. His miserable life wouldn't end... Or would end, sorry. His miserable life would end if it wasn't for a helpful fairy named Caitlin who brings him to the world of Feria. 
I know what you're thinking. This kind of sounds like one of those cookie-cutter fantasy stories, blah, 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 blah. But The Boy and His Curse is a wild roller coaster that navigates the reader through awkward relationships, bizarre twists, epic sword fights, half-hawk, half-squid monsters, and lots of lore. Plus, you'd sound smart in front of your pastor when you talk about all the spiritual topics involved. This book was written by the creator of Sunday School Answers, which means it will have some bizarre humor. Fans are saying that if you like C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy or Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, that you will have no trouble eating up this story. The Boy and His Curse is $2.99. That's it on Amazon Kindle. Or it's free if you have a Kindle Unlimited account. The Boy and His Curse will be your next great addiction. And in place of our normal Here's the News segment, it's Thursday, and we're going to play a game of Onion, Not Onion. Yes. It's my favorite day. Now, I've got a couple sets of headlines, and uh, in each one of these sets, I'm going to give you two headlines. One of them is real, a real news story. One mm-hmm. of them is an Onion headline. Mm-hmm. Mo, is, Mo is unawares of which is which. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let her guess, and you can guess along at home, too, which one of these you think is real. Are what you ready? What is real? I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Here's the first headline. Diamondbacks settle long-standing civil suit with offspring of bird hit by Randy Johnson's fastball. Okay. Or eyes red after a swim in the pool. The CDC says it's from the pee, not the chlorine. I'm going with the chlorine. Yep. Chlorine has had has long had a bad rap for irritating the eyes of swimmers, especially in crowded public pools. As it turns out, however, it's not the chemical itself turning your eyes red after a swim. It's everything else in the water that the chlorine goes in to kill. Specifically, human urine. The U.S. Center for Disease Control, CDC, recently teamed up with both the Water Quality and Health Council and the National Swimming Pool Foundation to warn the public about the health health risks associated with summer. Smell that chlorine, reads a fact sheet released by the coalition last month. It's not what you think. What you smell are actually chemicals that form when chlorine mixes with pee, poop, sweat, and dirt from swimmers' bodies. These chemicals, not chlorine, can cause your eyes to get red and sting, make your nose run, and make you cough. Hmm. A companion report published by the National Swimming Pool Foundation, an American nonprofit dedicated to aquatic health and safety, elaborates on what, what it is about urine that leads to red eyes. It says chlorine and other disinfectants are added to a swimming pool to destroy germs. Peeing in a pool depletes chlorine and actually produces an irritant that makes people's eyes turn red. To eliminate the irritants caused by the nitrogen-containing compounds found in urine, more chlorine may be needed to uh, may need to be added to the pool, she said. Uh, red eyes are one of several color-related topics tackled by the nationwide campaign. Another relates to what the Swimming Pool Foundation calls the most common pool myth of all time, one that nearly half of all Americans surveyed by researchers believed was a thing. Parents have long used the story of a chemical that changes color in the presence of pee to keep their children from peeing in the pool. Mm-hmm. This was even in, what was it, Grown Ups? Was it in Adam Sandler's Grown Ups where they were yeah, all standing so. in a pool yeah. <laughs> covered like by blue water, yep. <laughs> blue uh, foam in the water? Yep. <laughs> Foundation CEO Thomas M. Lakai made the truth clear, saying, There isn't a dye that turns red. It's the eyes that turn red. Swimmers' eyes are the real color indicator that someone might have peed in the pool. <laughs> nice. Oh, I don't ever want to go swimming again in a public pool. Just uh, wear goggles. Yeah, goggles. That'll work. Googlies. Googlies. Okay. All right. So you got one. Here's the other one. First headline, college lacrosse. And here's the second headline. (laughs) First headline, college lacrosse player benched due to giant head. Or, new sympathetic alarm clock just lets you sleep. I'm going with the giant head. Alex Chu has a big problem he just can't seem to wrap his head around. 
There are reasons to be on the sideline. I just happen to have a big head, Chu said. He's a big part of our program. He was a heavily recruited freshman and one of our four goalies, Wheaton lacrosse coach Kyle Hart said. In high school, they split two helmets apart to create one extra large one and got a waiver from the MIAA. In college, helmets need to be compliant with the National Operating Committee on Standards for Athletic Equipment, and the three main lacrosse helmet makers don't have one that fits Chew. The large helmet on the shelves fit a 24-inch circumference head, which works for most players, but Chew's head measures more than 25 inches. It's now a mere inch that blocks him from tending the goal at Wheaton College. Chu said, lacrosse is kind of everything to me. I just want to play. The Wheaton lacrosse team uses warrior helmets. Chu and his coach say the company is sending a new style helmet the company just unveiled, and they hope it will fit and perhaps even get it in in time for the first game of the season on Wednesday. Poor guy. I know the feeling. Yep. I can't buy a normal hat. Like, you go and buy a hat with a snapback or whatever. If it's going to stay on my head at all, it's got to be on the very last notch where it won't even stay straight because it's on the last notch. So mm-hmm. it like flimses up and down. Yep. But even then, it doesn't say snug on my head. It's just kind of resting on top of my head. The only hats I've ever found that fit is the Flex Fit XL or LXL like stretchy hat, fitted hat. Uh-huh. But even then, it's really tight on my head. For until I like, I have to wear it for like a year for it to feel like it's loosened up enough to where it doesn't cut off the circulation. And I don't even have hair, I don't even have a hair buffer adding to the padding or nothing. That's just your head, yeah. It's just straight head, straight bone. So I feel it, man. I feel the pain. And my both my kids, especially Eli, he's got a big head too. He's gonna have the problem as well. But they also have big headfuls of hair. True. Like they have your head. Well, with I had Deja's a lot of hair, hair when I was a kid. Yeah. I had plenty of hair. <laughs> I just used up all my good hair when I was a kid. And then it went away. Started you, leaving me when I was 16. You took that as like a personal attack against you. I did. Like, How I had dare plenty you? of hair. I had so much hair, Mo. <laughs> More hair than you've ever seen on a child. I had it. I was Chewbacca. Okay. Okay, Matt. Sorry. Uh, Coming up later in the show, are you oversaved? Stick around. Welcome back to the second hour on your Thursday morning. Glad to have you with us here on Back Row Radio and the Back Row Morning Show with Matt and Mo. I figured out why Wednesday is our best morning. Why is that? Because we, like I can say Wiki Wiki Wednesday and Hump Day and there's nothing to say for... So Monday is good. I know. Thursday. Monday, Monday, Monday. But that's really the only thing that you can say with Monday. We tried Tuesday and realized I don't like the way Tuesday. any... No, 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 Tuesday. no, Mm-mm, Don't like it. And then you cannot do anything for Thursday. Thursday, y'all. I know, that's the thing. Thursday, it just sounds like you have a stutter. Thursday. I want five random facts and I want them now. Fine. Jeez. In 2009, a teenager impersonating a cop went to the Chicago Police Department, worked a full shift, drove a squad car, and arrested someone. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, people eating popcorn remember commercials less. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what the correlation is there, but all right. Americans spend more than a year of their life flipping channels. I can... Hmm? Yep. It's been two for me so far. Yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> one in every five adults believe that aliens are hiding in our planet disguised as humans. <laughs> They're lizard people. 
<laughs> Those are the same people who think Joan of Arc is Noah's wife. Um, if you sneeze too hard, you can fracture a rib. If you try to suppress a sneeze, you can rupture a blood vessel in your head or neck and die. If you keep your eyes open by force, they can pop out. I have seen a guy who did that. Yeah? Who kept his eyes open. Shut up! And they didn't like pop out like they're hanging down. They're just out. Like Like, one of those squeeze toys? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like his eyes are partially out of his sockets and they're gonna stay that way that's disgusting it's it's hard to look at the dude (laughs) i mean he's just trying to live his life and i'm not trying to make fun of him but gosh it's 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 disconcerting it's it's unnerving to see because he just looks surprised all the time or he looks you know not surprised but you know just when you're wide-eyed very much aware yeah you just uh, just terrified. That's what he looks like. He looks terrified all the time. Because his eyes are just wide circles. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> all right. Hey, you know what? It's uh, time for game time. Game time. We tried a uh, <laughs> a true or false game last week that was translated poorly from, I believe, Spanish. Uh, Espanol, I think so. It was bad. <laughs> it was hard. So I don't know if I haven't played this other one, so I don't know how well it is. But we're going to play a game called Bible Quiz. Now, what I do know is that you're able to pick a category, and it's going to give you ten questions based on that category from the Bible. So I thought what we would do is I will pick the uh, the topic that you'll answer questions on and vice versa. Okay. That sound good? Sure. All right. So I want to ask you questions about... Um, and there's so many. I'm going to ask you questions about money. Oh, Lord. All right. So 10 questions about money. Let's see who can get the most right. That was my quick prayer, by the way. <laughs> oh, Lord, please help me. Uh, this is not for the title. Mo needs to beat me in one of these games first before she can challenge for the title. Aye, aye, Just aye, making aye, that clear. So <laughs> All right. Now, these are multiple choice, so that does make it a little easier. First question. What was the value of two sparrows in Jesus' day? One farthing? One might? One bag of rice or one piece of silver? One. Stop it. <laughs> one piece of silver. Try again. Oh, I uh, hate it already. That's... <laughs> the correct answer was one farthing. One farthing. What the crap is a farthing? All right. A man whose 10,000 talent debt was written off failed to forgive a debt of 50 talents, 200 talents, 500 talents, or 100 pence. We just had a sermon on this a couple weeks ago. multiple choice again and stop singing you're i can't think 50 talents 200 talents 500 talents or 100 pence Fifty. Try again. <laughs> the correct answer was 100 pence okay no talents at all. Okay. How much was Judas Iscariot paid to betray Jesus? I'm so over this no, game. No, this one you should get. This one is easy. One talent of gold, 100 pence, 30 pieces of silver, or 20 pieces of silver. I'm glad you say it like I should get it. <laughs> you should. No. This is a, this I don't is know it. everybody knows about the story. You don't nope. know this? I don't know it. <laughs> I really don't. 30. 
30 pieces of silver? Yep. You're good. Okay. Ah, I knew you knew it. I knew it. You somewhere. Didn't, you didn't know you knew it, yeah. but you knew it. <laughs> I knew it somewhere, apparently. All right, number four. The love of money is the root of what? All wealth, all evil, goodness, or happiness? Evil. You're good. <laughs> oh, I haven't been taking record here. I'm two and two. Yes, you are. Five. Who did Jesus send fishing to get money for taxes? Remember, they found a coin in the mouth of the fish that they pulled up. Was it John, Peter, Matthew, or James? I think it was Peter. You're good. Good job. Three for five. Number six. Who offered Delilah silver to find out the secret of Samson's strength? The Lord of the Philistines? The lo- or lords of the Philistines? The lords of the Israelites? The scribes? Or the chief priests? I need to read my Bible more. The scribes? The chief priest. No, it was the lords of the Philistines. Then they took a donkey jawbone and busted a few heads. Number seven. The price of five sparrows, according to Luke, was two pieces of silver, five pence, two mites, or two farthings. Is it stupid of me to go with farthings again? <laughs> I'm going with farthings. You're good. Okay. See, smart. You used your knowledge from the previous <laughs> one. All right, number eight. For how much was Joseph sold to the Ishmaelites? Oh, gosh. 40 pieces of silver? 20 pieces of silver? 30 pieces of silver? Or 10 pieces of silver? Oh, Lord. Oh, good Lord. Uh, 20. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the wrong one. But yes, it was 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> My fat fingers hit the wrong answer. Yes, 20 you, pieces of silver. Are you just saying that to good make job. me feel better about myself? Because <laughs> no, I'm right really See, feeling bad. 20 pieces of silver. <laughs> Number nine. As Jesus watched... How much money did the poor widow throw into the treasury? Two pence, two farthings, two mites, or seven mites? I'm going with two mites. You're good. Wow, I would have gotten that one wrong. Good job. All right, last one. You're doing actually really well. Oops, I didn't give you that one. There you go. You've gotten six out of nine. That's really good so far. All right, last one. What prophet's sons were greedy and took bribes? What prophet's sons were greedy and took bribes? Moses, Elisha, Nathan, or Samuel? Elijah? This is Elisha with the the S-H. Yeah. Is that who you want to go for? Yeah, I'll go with it anyway. Dang it, my fat fingers. But it wasn't Elijah. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was Samuel. Uh, All right, so you got six out of ten. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Okay. To pick your category. All right, so I'll take you to there. So you pick your category. You can scroll up. Scroll up and there's more. And then it should take you to the first, or give you the option of clicking on the first question. (sighs) There are a lot. Quite a lot. We're going with trees, Matthew. Trees? What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Trees. Hold on. There's an advertisement. Advertisement. And you can't click the X. Because it's on the corner. (laughs) Matt. Your stupid phone. <laughs> See? Wow. All right, I got it. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Okay. We're it doing says 10? 12 questions, so yeah, just do the first 10. Okay. 
God commanded Adam not to eat from one of the trees in the garden. Which tree was that? Great. The tree of life, the apple tree, the sycamore tree, or the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Hmm. <laughs> tree of knowledge of good and evil. You're good. Yeah, You're I am. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who was the man who told a baker who was in prison with him, within three days shall Pharaoh lift up thy head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree and the birds shall eat thy flesh from off thee <laughs> joseph josiah josephus or jeroboam Jer- jeroboam it was joseph you're good not okay with this already <laughs> god sent it. hail throughout a whole land that smote both man and beast and every herb of the field and and broke every tree what was the land Ethiopia, Egypt, Euphrates, or Edom? Edom? Oh, man. Edom? Edom? Try again. Uh, Egypt? Uh-huh. Dang it. Egypt was my first thought, and I didn't go with it. Man. That's for you. <laughs> God told the Israelites, When thou beatest thine olive tree, thou shalt not go over the boughs again. It shall be for... The stranger, the fatherless, the widow, or all of the above? All of the above. You're good. I feel like when the answer is... Right. <laughs> when none of the other questions have an all of the above, and then one <laughs> randomly appears, yeah. I feel like that leans in your favor. <laughs> who was the woman Who was the woman judge of Israel who dwelt under a palm tree in Mount Ephraim? Dolores, Deborah, Delilah, or Dinah? I honestly don't know this one. Really? <laughs> You're looking at me like I should know this one. Uh, Deborah? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> the first book of Samuel ends with the burial of bones of one of the kings of Israel and his sons under a tree at Jabesh. Who was this king? Saul, David, Solomon, or Rehob- Rehoboth? Boam? Rehob- Rehoboam? Yeah. Rehoboam? Try again. Saul. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, no idea. Who was the prophet who sat under a juniper tree and asked the Lord to take away his life? Why do they have such hard names? <laughs> Eleazar, Elisha, Elijah, or Esaias? Oh, man. I have no idea. Uh, I'm going to say Elisha. With an S-H? Yeah. Try again. It's Elijah. Dang it. Uh, of whom does the psalmist say, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Those who don't walk in the counsel of the wicked, those who don't associate with sinners and mockers, those who delight in God's law and meditate on it, those who do all of the above. I don't think it's all of the above, <laughs> but the presence of it makes me want to guess that. So, all of the above. You're good. Woo! <laughs> well then. Daniel interpreted a dream for King Nebuchadnezzar in which the king had seen a tree. What was the tree in the dream? What was the tree in the dream? So what did it symbolize? The kingdom of Babylon, the king himself, the treasury of Babylon, or the knowledge of the wise men of Babylon? Read the question for me one more time. Okay. Daniel interpreted a dream for King Nebuchadnezzar in which the king had seen a tree. What was the tree in the dream? Read the things. The kingdom of Babylon, the king himself, the treasury of Babylon, or the knowledge of the wise men of Babylon? Oh, man. Uh, 
The first one. The Kingdom of Babylon? Yeah. Try again. Dang it's it. It's the king himself. Oh, it was the king? Okay. I didn't think that. All right, last one. Uh, I either tie or I lose here. Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Jesus said, Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And then he explained the parable. What was he talking about? The fruit crops of Israel at the time, the wood that we the wood that was used to build the temple, the fruit that people produce in their lives, or the rebuilding of the nation of Israel as a food source for the world. The fruit that people produce in their lives. You're good. Woo! Ooh, 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 ooh. I mean, yeah, I didn't awesome. win. Should we do a tiebreaker? How three, are we going to do three question, Three questions from something else? Okay. Here, am I going first? Are you oh, going yeah, first? I'll ask, okay. I'll ask you a I was trying to go back, but it didn't work. It just went back to the last question I asked you. <sighs> well, how about we, okay? How about we do sudden death? Okay. So the last questions back and forth, and first one to lose or get one wrong, okay, loses. <sighs> um, Close your eyes and randomly pick the category. Randomly pick the category. Yep. Well, no, we can't do that because I think the questions don't change, and I want to preserve the. Different categories, you know? Okay, so let's so just pick one category. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh! You close your eyes so oh, that... Oh, I got you. And go. we'll just keep going in that one. In that one. My bad, my bad. Warning! <laughs> Warning! Oh my gosh, this is such a long question. All right. In his second letter to Timothy, Paul said, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, dot, dot, dot. And here are your options. What happens next? Turn such over to the inquisitor. From such turn away. Pray earnestly for these that God may spare them. But God, who is rich in mercy, is not willing that they should perish. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ridiculously difficult question. May I look at it? <laughs> I just need to I need to read it for myself real quick. <laughs> Such a long read. Okay. Oh Lordy. Oh, Howdy. I don't know the words okay. of this. Oh. Uh, the third one. The pray, third one? Pray, pray earnestly. Pray earnestly for these that God may spare them. Try again. Oh! Oh, no. Okay, well, technically, though, I should still have to get one right, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. What was it? It was from such as these turn away. From such turn away. Let's do the next one for me. All right. If I get it right. The prophet Jehu went to see King Jehoshaphat and explained to him why the wrath of the Lord was upon him. Why was that? He helped the ungodly. He loved people that hated the Lord. Both of the above, or God was so pleased with the king's conduct that he had given Satan power to strike him for a season. <laughs> Both of the above. You're good. <laughs> that wasn't very fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. I win. <laughs> I win, y'all. Oh man, you're Stupid. never gonna get this belt back. Nope, never. <laughs> All right, stick around. When we come back, are you oversaved? You probably are.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on Back Row Radio. It is Thursday. We're entering into our third hour. And quick question. Are your friends bragging about Game of Thrones and making you feel like an outsider? Wouldn't it be great if you had an amazing story that you could be hooked to and make them feel bad about? Well, look no further. The Michael P. Mordanga's epic fantasy, The Boy and His Curse. Follow Ethan Miyoko as he tries to get his driver's license, but instead gets eternal bad luck. This horrible curse tries to kill him every day. Instead of dying, Ethan chooses to go to a mystical world of fairies and trolls, Feria. Now, before you write this story off as some happy-go-lucky cookie-cutter fantasy novel, let me tell you that Ethan gets into some bizarre stuff. Awkward relationships will be had. Hilarious problems will be faced. Half-squid, half-hawk monsters will try to eat him. Let's not forget, it ends in a glorious battle with so much swords, arrows, and fire that you'll be satisfied for weeks. Fans are saying that if you like C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy or J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, that you will have no trouble eating up this story. The Boy and His Curse is $2.99. That's it. That's the cost of a comic book on Amazon Kindle. Or it's free if you have a Kindle Unlimited account. The Boy and His Curse will be your next great addiction. Pick it up today. So, Mo and I this week have been talking about the topic of people being oversaved. She even called out, not by name, some folks on our BRB Church, uh, Back Row Baptist Church uh, Facebook group. Y'all know who you are. BRBChurch.com. And if you don't, you're about to. You're oversaved. Well, just so happens that uh, she messaged me the other day saying, I'm going to need you to... Make a post about people being oversaved. And I said, I got a whole list, everybody. So we're going to go through this list of you might be oversaved if if this applies to you. And we're going to read it like it's an argument between you and me. So we're going for who's the most oversaved here. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> you win. Uh, who does the first one? Do you? I do the first one? Okay. I highlighted the whole Bible because every word of God is important. I don't even leave my bed on the Sabbath. I rest so hard. (laughs) I swear myself in on the Bible before every conversation. I even write in tongues. (laughs) I always leave room for Jesus on dates. I have my phone call everyone on church during the service, so they they are outed as sinners when they ring. They're outed as the sinners they are if they ring. There we go. Sorry. I just can't bring myself to eat a tomato or a cucumber. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I repray over my meals if someone else blesses it, just in case they lusted that morning or something. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I only eat stale unleavened crackers, and I only drink wine, but not too much. <laughs> I don't even gamble for bragging rights. My car is so covered with Christian bumper stickers, you can't tell what color it is. I still use a paper Bible in church, so no one thinks I'm texting. I even side hug my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Got her. Got her with that one. I only say something is screwed if it involves a literal screw. (laughs) I fast so hard, I call it a fastest. I've got memberships at 10 different churches to bo- to boost their numbers, and I tithe at every one. That's right. <laughs> if I eat something without praying over it first, I force myself to throw it back up. <laughs> My angel food cakes are made out of real angels. There is nothing. If there is nothing happening in church that day, I weep uncontrollably for hours. I don't even say darn. Oh, darn. I said it. I don't even look at food porn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my pastor calls me for help typing his ser- help tying his sermon together. You can't even read. You're definitely not typing nothing. Shut up. <laughs> I read every single Bible verse posted on my Facebook and Twitter feeds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat anything that can be deviled, but not angeled. <laughs> The only global warming you need is the holy fire of the Spirit spreading his word across the globe, child. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. My stars. <laughs> oh, my 
word, oh my uh. word, oh my word. <laughs> so, serious question. Uh, at what point in your life do you feel like you get a little oversaved sometimes? Because we all get that way, right? We all get a little haughty. Not a little me. holier than thou from time to time. Never. Okay, so mine are, I think mine are like super small and trivial. I would assume most are. Okay, so the one thing that kind of irks me mm-hmm. is when kids wear hats in the sanctuary. And I'm like, oh, I would never let my kids wear hats in the sanctuary. <laughs> we did, uh, I think you were here. We did a uh, rock the block big CR event thing, or Rocky Recovery thing, yeah. where Joey Porter was the band leader for uh-huh. it. Uh, he's he's the front man for Constant Halo mm-hmm. on our radio station. Uh, but he wore a hat to it because it was more of an informal thing. It was yeah. a party. It wasn't like a worship service, yeah. but it was held in the sanctuary of the church that day because I think our we were going to do it outside, but it got rained out. And I was uncomfortable the whole time. I never really? said anything. And I'm like, oh, this feels wrong. And the fact that it was he was wearing it backwards yeah. just felt worse. Yeah. I'm like, at least turn it forward. At least it's a respectful kind of way to wear a hat. Yeah. This is just, I felt like an old old man in the 90s. That, and it <laughs> that was hooligan funny. wearing his backwards hat. What's funny is adults wearing a baseball cap or a cowboy hat. Yeah. It doesn't bother me as much. Cowboy hats don't bother me. I don't know why. Yeah. But I when like I them. see... I don't like them either. <laughs> but when I see a kid wearing a hat during service, I'm like, oh, take the hat off. Terrible child. I know. I don't understand what it is. Little hellion wearing his hat. <laughs> That's really the only thing that I can think of, though. Yeah. Like, um. You know, I get... I get... Overly irritated when people misuse a Bible verse or whatever, like the Judge Not verse. Yeah. When it's used way out of context and I want to just go all keyboard warrior on people. And I've had to stop myself from doing this and it's still incredibly hard. It's been nearly a decade since I've allowed myself to get into like real serious arguments like just flat out foaming at the mouth, angry. Yeah, I am right, you are wrong. Arguments. Yeah, uh, at least religiously, I got to do an argument with one of our uh, followers about who would win in a fight, Batman or Superman, the other day. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, and I got a little foaming at the mouth. But you know, I have to, I have to keep myself from doing that. But that's obviously when I'm feeling like I. I'm right, you're wrong. I'm yeah. holier than you because you're using this wrong. Yeah. But of course, I know there's got to be times out there when I use a scripture incorrectly mm-hmm. and people are doing the exact same thing, thinking yeah. in their head. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have a little bit of that in us. Then there are some people out there that just don't care. See, so I've got, <laughs> I've got one for you. Yeah. Okay. I think, and actually it's one for me, but. Okay, I thought you were going to call me out on something. (laughs) No, no, it's going to be like I know how you're terrible. It's going to be like a mic drop, but I'm bashing myself. Don't drop the mic. It's $50. I won't drop the mic. (laughs) Um, So I get all hot and angry over like some of the things that are posted on our our BRB church. Okay. Mm -hmm. About how you shouldn't sing a certain song, or you shouldn't read a certain devotion, or you shouldn't follow a certain uh, pastor or preacher or whatever. Okay? And then I see it, and I'm like, okay, but what about showing God's grace? What about reaching out to the people who may not quite be where you are? And how many people are you putting up a wall between you and yourself yourself and them because you're so oversaved but really i'm kind of being a little bit oversaved because i'm saying that i'm better than them because i'm reaching the lost better than they are 
Or at least you think you are. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> and it was a truth bomb on myself, so. Mic trap. It, what, Pick it back up, you, dust it off. I mean, truthfully, because that's always my argument. How many people are you reaching with an attitude like that? Okay, so I'm saying I'm better than she, them. She says with so much attitude in her voice. Yeah. Uh, I'm proud of you. No, I, I think, you know, of course, I think I'm that way too with some things. Um, like, oh gosh. If I have to sit through another Calvinist versus Arminian debate, yeah, I'm going to blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick of this debate. Neither one of you are 100% correct. Yeah. Just shut up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> In everything, I don't understand why Calvinists argue at all. Like, if you believe that everything's predestined, then they everything that happens is fine. Yeah. You shut up. You yeah. don't need to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to believe or they're not going to believe. You can't convince them because they're predestined to believe one way or another, right? Yeah. If any, <laughs> if any belief was going to take the high road, it should be those who believe in Calvinism because they they should just look at it as... Okay, this is God's <laughs> destiny. I'll just let it be. Oh, gosh. It's okay for us to not know every single answers. thing of how this works. It's okay. If you're saved, you're saved. However it happened, it happened. That's let's part of just, the faith aspect yeah, of let's it. let's just leave that up to, to God's grace. Yeah. And chill out. <laughs> Uh, I'm feeling oversaved. <laughs> I, but, My way's better. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, <laughs> I I had an aha moment right here on the morning show, and I will try to be a little bit better, a little more, a little less offended, a little more understanding. See, I think that's how this morning show works for us. I think both of us throughout the week. Go on our own ways and get our own offenses and get our own issues brought this up. This is our church. And we, you, know, you and I get together, usually from two different sides. Not usually of the same thing, but just coming from two different areas of where we're at. And we each teach each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Humble each other a little bit. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Leave a little better. Hey, we're, we're doing it right, Matt. Yeah. We're High five. Boop. Uh, too far. Yep. Table's too far. We don't sit next to each other because I smell usually. Eh. I don't shower before we get here. <laughs> Neither do I. So, uh, all right, let's move on to our ask us anything. Oh, I don't know I what we. About that. I don't know what we proved with what we just did, but it was fun to talk about. It was fun to talk about. <laughs> don't and take I, yourself so seriously. That's I had an aha moment. So yeah, you did. It was good. It was for me. This whole stinking <laughs> week has been about me. <laughs> Okay, our aua for the day is, what's the grossest thing you stumbled upon? This is hard because I feel like there are a lot of things. Um, I know that's I've stumbled across someone having peed in a soap dispenser. Yeah. I've stumbled across, this is all because of janitor stuff, stumbled across someone pooping on the toilet, not in the toilet. Oh my gosh, Matt. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of those kind of things. I mean, this was clearly a kid, the pooping one. This was clearly a kid that sat too far back. Hopefully, the peeing in the soap dispenser was clearly a kid as well. I cannot imagine an adult thinking, you know what? You know what would be a funny trick? Peeing in the soap dispenser. Mixing the rest of the soap with my urine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah all the grossest things i've stumbled upon have been because of janitor duty you know what i think i would have done huh. i would have gone and bought exactly the same soap dispenser because it's the hand pump correct like they yeah. didn't take the dispenser off the walls no 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 yeah okay. no hand pump i would have gone and bought exactly the same one filled it with a little bit of that yellow uh Dishwasher mm-hmm. liquid, uh, dishwasher soap dish, or dish, dish soap. soap. Yep. 
and just left it there. Because you know that it's soap. So what's the big deal? But how many times would he have, I'm assuming it's a he. How dare you? Would have walked in and been like, he still has not done this. He still has not. And eventually you would have figured out who the culprit was. Because eventually they would have been so disgusted that you haven't done anything. They would have said something. And you could have been like, how did you know it was P? See? See? Doesn't that soap look a little urine to you? Why would you say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just the kind of person How I am. How dare now. you assume it was a gentleman? Okay, listen, I am offended on behalf lady, of my gender. If it was a lady, props to her. They got funnels. <laughs> we don't carry them around with us. You do if you're trying to play a hilarious practical joke where you pee in a soap dispenser. <laughs> who knows how long right, they've was been it planning in the, it was it in the men's bathroom or the women's mm-hmm. it was in the women's was it really I don't remember the poop was in the women's though well I believe that one because <laughs> that's typically where the kids go to the bathroom yeah yeah I mean he was obviously a kid uh, but they they were uh, they must have been sick or something because they also messed their pants and they just left them there on the floor. Oh, nice. So I don't know what they wore out. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> how do you not know which kid this was? Because obviously they were running around half naked. Uh, my only my only explanation, and it's a sad one, is that their mom must have also been there, yeah. had another pair of pants, and also chose to, to left this mess yeah. in the pants and not tell anybody because i found it two days later on tuesday night when i came to do my stuff nice to clean yeah so I just sat there and that's and what was worse is that it was such a nice tuesday everything most everything was relatively clean i just had to do a little bit of spot cleaning take out a little bit of garbage and that was the last thing the bathroom the very last bathroom in the back hallway that i had to check and suddenly i'm there for another hour and a half with Caked on, disgust mm-hmm. to take care of. Yep. So, yeah, that is my answer. Nice. What about you? Or did you already answer? No, I didn't answer. What's the grossest thing you stumbled upon? I don't know. I really don't know. And I'm, I mean, I'm a mom of three. You'd think right? that I would... Haven't walked in on anything gross before? No. I'm getting to that age to where I knock. <laughs> and, and then I give a couple minutes. Oh, I'm terrified of those years. Yeah. I don't want them to come. Yeah. I'm... Gross puberty years. Mm-hmm. Blech. Yeah. And then even after I knock and give a couple minutes and open the door, they still jump. And I'm like, just don't jump. <laughs> Just don't jump, because that makes my mind do all kinds of things that <laughs> I don't like. It makes me think things are happening that probably aren't, or I just hope they're not. Yep. Just, just stop don't it. Jump. Just don't jump. Just continue sitting. <laughs> you seem to knock. I am coming in. Be prepared. Do not be afraid. <laughs> Counting down from ten. <laughs> probably what i should start doing oh man um i really don't know i really don't so i will say this we had a date day where we went to lubbock okay and um we went with sippy and samantha and their daughter ariana babysat mila well this Mm -hmm. is when mila was kind of still sick but we had taken her to the doctor she didn't have anything but she was coughing up all this mucus and phlegm, okay? And in our house, you just get an empty water bottle and spit your mucus and phlegm into it, right? <laughs> I do that. Deidre hates it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's redundant to go spit it in the sink right. or spit it in the toilet or whatever. So yeah. when you're that sick, you just keep a water bottle with you, okay? Yeah. Well, a couple days later... We go to have dinner with Sippy and Samantha, and Samantha goes, Oh, Mila, I need to talk to you. 
guess what I found? And Mila's like, you know, big eyes, like, what? What did you find? I found a water bottle, and guess what was in there? And I immediately start laughing because I already <laughs> knew what was in there, you know. Why are you spitting your mucus? She actually called it vavas, which is Spanish for your saliva, your spit. Why are you spitting your mucus into a water bottle? And Mila's like, that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> so... That, I mean, I didn't uh, find it, but that's the only story that I can think of that's sort of about me. Yeah, I did that, like, for the first time. Like, it never even occurred to me to do that. Yeah. Until, I think it was last year. And so I did that, and by the end of the day, it was like, you know, good. Yeah. Two inches worth then on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And Deja found that, and she goes, what if one of the kids opened that up and tried to drink it? Well, I'm like, that was dumb. Not gonna, that's not going <laughs> to happen. They're going to learn their lesson is what they're going to do. Right? They're going to drink that stuff. <laughs> They'll That's only do it gross. once. Pretty gross, though. I yeah. Do. It All is right. nasty. But... Stick around. We'll be back soon to close out the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as we close out the day and the week for us here, uh, for Matt and Mo in the studio. Studio. <laughs> got your Bible verse thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Hmm. And our thought for the day comes from Greg Laurie. Your arms are too short to box with God. Ooh. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you to our sponsor, A Boy and His Curse by Michael P. Mordenga. Available on Amazon now. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. And if you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on BackRowRadio.com, iTunes, Google Play, and most places that you can find podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for Feel Good Friday as our buddies Donnie and Jordan take over our morning with their show, You're My Friend and I Trust You. And tune in Saturday morning beginning at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific for six hours of classic Christian music to cruise to in our Saturday morning cartoons block. And don't forget that you can connect with all aspects of the back row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at brbchurch.com. It's not as bad as Mo says it is. It's not. (laughs) If you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. We're only at about a one-sixth of our fundraising goal and, uh... Gosh, we sure have a lot of awesome things we would like to do. We just need the funds to do it, which includes just spreading the word about Back Row Radio and getting more listeners uh, in, get some variety in their life, and uh, you know, ministering to people in that way. Because I feel like we're doing something that not a lot of radio stations tend to do, and that's reaching multiple people with multiple uh Music style love, you know, Mm. multiple message style love. Sometimes we need to hear some hard songs, some difficult songs about people having some difficult times. Can't all be positive and encouraging all the time. Sometimes he, (laughs) we're not supposed to call him out by name. I didn't. I said Kayla. (laughs) Kayla. Kayla. Get out of here, Kayla. We're still recording. What are you doing? (laughs) Kayla. Jeez. Walking in while we're recording. That's exactly who we're talking to. Apologize to the people. I'm so sorry. Get out of here. We don't like you, Kayla. Anyway. (laughs) Sometimes you need to weep with those who are weeping and mourn with those who are mourning. And so we try and touch all the emotions and all the... All the styles on Macro Radio. So if you want to be a part of that, even for just like five bucks a month, that would really help us out. Patreon.com slash Macro Radio. Mo, what's the final word? We don't like Kayla. <laughs> Kayla, get out of here, Kayla! Ah, that's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. <laughs>